Blue is a depressed red. Huh? <laughs> what? <laughs> what did you just say? He said blue is a depressed red. <laughs> depressed red? I mean, that's one way to start the podcast, I guess. <laughs> depressed red. <laughs> that's right, listeners. You guys engaged yet? That's awesome. All right, guys. Get keen. Episode 8 for the podcast. And as always, roll the intro. What's going on? Oh, voice crack. I'm doing that again. <laughs> What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another edition of Isolation Nation. We are here for episode eight on all of the various streaming platforms that you guys are listening on. Really glad you guys could join us today, tonight, this morning, whenever you may be listening to it. Uh, yeah, really glad you guys could join us. On one side of the internet, somewhere out there, uh, is your boy, Paniotti. Yeah. How are you, man? I'm doing great. And uh, guys, special announcement. Today is Paniotti's birthday. Just going to round of applause for uh, Paniotti. So quickly before we introduce the other big man on the podcast, uh, how old are you, man? I'm actually uh, 20 years old. Oh, the big uh, 2-0. How good I remember those days. (laughs) Been up to much today on your birthday? Yeah, actually, it's been very productive. I uh, woke up at 3 p.m. and uh, I basically <laughs> just slept the entire day. But yeah, other than that, Fantastic. it's been very productive, yes. That's a great birthday. That is a great birthday. And uh, with that, guys, as always, never fear, because down in Sydney, the newsman is here. How are you, Nick? I am good, and I'm on location in Sydney. Don't know why we need me here, but I'm here. Mate. You, you have one of the best, if not the best segment of the show, News Time with Newsman Nick. And I, for one, as always, am keen for your news stories. Uh, so get keen for that, guys, later on the podcast. And, uh, yeah, obviously, as we've been doing for a few weeks now, just before we get into the bulk of the podcast, uh, we are going to dive into, quickly, the fact of the day. <laughs> so, guys, uh, today's fact of the day it's a bit of a it's a bit of a weird obscure one actually I mean as they all are <laughs> um, so can I please have a drum roll the fact of the day is there's a world record for the most world record titles boys I want you guys to guess there's this one man in the world and he lives in New York he's a New York resident have a guess. You each have to guess how many world records he's held in his lifetime. So we'll start with you, Paniotti, birthday boy. How many How many world records do you think he's held overall? A thousand. All right, Nick? I reckon he's had like, I don't know, maybe two, three hundred, but it's probably all the really easy ones, like eat like six cinnamon and donuts in less than a minute. the answer is actually dead set in the middle he's held more than 600 world records in his lifetime so any and i I guess they're the easy ones (laughs) ranging from heaviest shoes walked in uh to most baseballs held in a baseball glove so yeah 600 world records that's that's pretty impressive all the easy ones all the easy ones (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah yeah i'd like to see you try get one nick mate <laughs> i could walk far in the world's heavy sh- shoes sure um 
Try searching up 323 pounds. I could do that. It's like my weight. 323 pounds. 130, 130 140, 146 and a half kilograms. Piss easy. Oh, yeah, righto. <laughs> I Paniotti, do you th- on my walk to the shops. Ah, <laughs> Paniotti, do you think you'd have any chance with uh, walking in 146 kilogram shoes? Absolutely not. I don't know why anyone would even bother trying. <laughs> What's the point? For the world oh. record, mate. <laughs> oh, if you could see... Me face palming right now. That's exactly what I'm doing. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. We can all we can all picture it. So, uh, yes, guys, thank you for tuning into Fact of the Day, and uh, let's get into our, our week. So, we'll start with the birthday boy, Paniotti. How has your week been? Once again, very productive. <laughs> sleeping till three p.m. Oh my gosh, dude! I thought you'd changed your uh, sleeping pattern. Yeah, I thought that as well, but it's what happens. <laughs> yeah. it just, just happens. Unfortunately, dude. Oh. Now, now, how, how, my question to you is, uh, one, are you wanting to go back to a normal sleeping schedule like any normal person in this world? And two, how are you going to make that change again? Normally what I do is I pull an all-nighter the night before and then yeah. go to sleep around like 10 p.m., fix it. And uh, yes, the, the answer is yes. I really want to change it. I love waking up early. It's good, eh? Like there's something about it. Yeah. But it's just not as productive. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. not as productive as staying in bed until three right. o'clock in the Arvo. Yeah, that's exactly, right. Yeah. Why, why yeah, would anyone n- want to change it? Yeah. Oh, exactly right. Exactly right. Yeah. All so. the best work is done at night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look, I used to be like that, but I'm kind of changing. Like I'm becoming more tired at night, um, which I guess is a good thing because overall I feel more productive in the mornings. But that's just me. Um, Grandpa Matt getting older. Ah, uh, mm. mate. Uh, when you're 21, I mean, in saying that, you're a lot older than me, Nick. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, how has how's your week been, newsman Nick? Uh, it's been alright. I've been doing doing a bit of uh, chroma king, a bit of writing, mm. um, and yes, yeah, a lot of film related things. That's good. That's awesome. Yeah, my, my week's been good. Thanks for asking, fellas. Uh, so, oh, pretty yeah. much. Yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, Matt, how's your week been? Oh, never thought you'd ask, Nick. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah, I'm glad you asked, man. Um, well, I mean, at least I've been more productive than uh, the birthday boy here. But, uh, yeah, so I've just been getting a bunch of um, projects done, uh, applying for full-time, full-time jobs uh, here and there, especially this one job I had to kind of get together a, uh, a portfolio, a specific portfolio that, you know, tethered toward this specific job. So I had to kind of um, get that sorted over the weekend and I'm um, sending the application today. So that went well. And uh, yeah, pretty much just, just chilling, hung out with the uh, good old fiance on, uh, when was it? Uh, Saturday night and then Sunday. And then I had a, a couple of boys over on um, Sunday night and uh, had some nice chats and played some FIFA. So yeah. Great, uh, great weekend for myself. So uh, yeah, and I'm I'm glad to be here with you boys today for for yet another Isolation Nation podcast, which we all hope you guys enjoy as much as we do. And with that, guys, it is now time to hand over to Newsman Nick. It's the news. In the news today, uh, in Europe, uh, alligator r- rumoured to have been um, Adolf Hitler's dies in Moscow. 
Um, okay. Uh, so according to the Moscow right. Zoo, uh, Sutton was born in the United States and later sent to the Berlin Zoo, where she promptly escaped from the zoo when it was bombed in 1943. Uh, she was missing uh, for three years. That sounds just horrifying. Yeah. Um, until she was recaptured uh, by the British in no- 1946. I can imagine they're surprised when they're going through what, like, stills of Berlin and just finds a big alligator going, oh, oh, damn. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yep. Pretty much. Um, and, yep, and then he was given to the Soviet Union uh, uh, for the Moscow Zoo. Um, in a statement from the zoo, they said almost immediately... Uh, when it got to the zoo, the myth was born that uh, that he was allegedly uh, in the collection of Hitler and not the Berlin Zoo. And yeah, that's just really bizarre. That's just bizarre. That's just, yeah, okay, <laughs> fair enough. I mean, if Hitler did own, like, this alligator, is it just me or was he just a, like, a supervillain at, at that point? I mean, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just waiting for the new history History Channel episode. Oh, yeah. oh, Hitler's yeah. alligator. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, uh, moving on uh, to America. Uh, Mississippi uh, governor is pranked in a shout-out to high school grads. <laughs> All right, so the Mississippi uh, governor, Tate Reeves, uh, asked people to submit the names of uh, high school um, seniors so he could read them um, out um, on a webcast. Um, a recognition for the teenagers um, who are missing their traditional uh, graduation uh, ceremonies because of the pandemic. So I don't know how he thought this wouldn't go bad. He asked the public f- for names, right? But uh, on a Facebook uh, live yes. session, uh, Reeves started uh, reading out the names of graduates from uh, Florence High School, his alma mater, where, yeah, that's like, pretty much where he used to go. When he came to the name of one of the students, uh, which is now found out uh, to have been a prank, prank, right? So the name he said, right, was Harry um, Azcrack. <laughs> right? But he said it as Harry Azcrack. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's gold. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, moving on uh, elsewhere um, in America. This story comes with a bit of show and tell uh, for you guys. So I'm stealing that uh, from Paniotti. Ah, stealing the good old show and tell segment. All right, fair enough. Yes, yes, just what right. Um, all right, so, so the headline is Bouncing Back, Restaurant Debuts Bumper Tables Amid um, vi- uh, Virus. Now, I'm going to send this uh, to, you, uh, to you guys right now. Yep. Uh, on the po- po- podcast and ch- and chat, just take a look at that. Oh, no way. No way. And do you want to uh, quickly, yeah, repeat where the people can go find this photo? Uh, so this was on, I believe, a- AP News. Um, so pretty much, if you search the headline, uh, you'll find it, right? But the story is uh, diners in a Maryland uh, be- be- beach town are bouncing back into dining out um, amid the coronavirus pandemic. With a little help from inflatable uh, inner tubes on wheels. So to describe the photo, it's a bunch of people uh, in a um, in a parking lot, and they are inside tubes, looking like a bunch of knobs. <laughs> All right. So pretty much the story continues. Um, about a dozen of the uh, so-called 
uh, bumper tables were rolled out at Fishtails, a restaurant in Ocean City, uh, Maryland, on Saturday. News outlet reported uh, the inflatable uh, tube tables were created by a Baltimore-based company to allow people to practice uh, social distancing while eating and talking um, outdoors because Lord knows the Americans need need to learn. Yeah, pretty much. How to properly do it. (laughs) Yeah, 100%. Agreed. Uh, and our top story today, which uh, I saved the best for last. Here we uh, go. Seagull flies into a woman's house and vomits on her kitchen counter. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> the bed was seen waddling around uh, to cries of get out before it flies across uh, the living room, appearing to head towards the garden door. But then it takes a detour. <laughs> to the kitchen and begins to gag. After being sick on the work surfaces, it flies into the garden and continues <laughs> continues throwing up before flying away. Wow. Wow. That's uh, <laughs> that's pretty unbelievable. Oh, uh, yes. Even though it was a slow news day, that was the news. Ah, oh, fantastic. Round of applause as always, Nick. Fantastic. Uh, that was uh, yeah, that was interesting. That was that was some good fun right there, guys. And uh, now let's move on to some serious stuff. Unfortunately, uh, yeah, sorry to throw some serious stuff on you guys, but uh, you know it needs to be done. It's just a balancing act. Oh, hundred yeah. percent. So, uh, yes, COVID nineteen. Uh, let's start with Australia. So, one hundred and two deaths, and we've obviously got yeah, New South Wales, Victoria, and Queensland, the top three interesting point to see actually so queensland has to date 1057 confirmed cases with six deaths uh western australia has 570 confirmed cases so half the confirmed cases but nine deaths so yeah i don't know it's yeah it's not much difference but i mean all that that shows me is that no one wants to go to western australia (laughs) pretty much pretty much (laughs) Uh, and then, uh, in the world, uh, we have got just under five and a half million confirmed overall cases and just under 350,000 deaths. Now I wanted to, uh, look at the biggest point that I can take away from all of this. If you look closely, obviously the U S is absolutely screwed with a whopping 1.6 million confirmed cases. 380,000 recovered cases, but uh, 98,000 deaths. So they're just under the 100,000 mark. And if you compare that to pretty much every other country in the world, I mean, you know, Nick, you pretty much summed it up pretty well in uh, episode four, COVID, uh, USA versus COVID-19. You know, they've got uh, they've got an orange for a president. You know, their healthcare system is screwed. You know, <laughs> you name it. <laughs> but uh, in all seriousness, it's it's just you know, at the start of this pandemic, you know, I knew that USA would be up there, but to be like that far, far ahead. ahead of Brazil, who is in number two, like it's just oh man, it's just incredible. Like I I can't yeah, I just can't. Mm really believe it but at the same time i'm like it's not really surprising but uh what any is there anything you you boys can take away from from any of this from uh the pandemic i I think that the biggest talking point this week should be the brazilians and how they have just blitzed their way to to number two in you know in less than a month yeah that's very true because 
one or two episodes ago, they were... I can't quite remember if they were in the top five, but they weren't number two. I'm pretty sure they weren't even in the top top five. I mean, Russia just overtook the the UK. Because mm, I remember Spain, two or three episodes ago, Spain was in position two. They're in now position five. So, yeah, it's crazy, oh, eh? I mean, like, I find it funny that we're talking about this like it's the Tour de France. <laughs> <laughs> USA well out in the lead (laughs) with positions behind them just chugging and changing as the weeks go by. Yeah, I mean, you know, unlike the Tour de France though, you know, we're we're saying all these positions but it's really bad, like really bad. (laughs) I mean, well, I mean like, yeah, and of course with uh, just like the Tour de France, the one in France just one big nut. Damn, shots oh. fired, as always. <laughs> Jeez. All right. Well, fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, I wanted to, yeah, as always, uh, ladies and gentlemen, have a look at some uh, some stories revolving around the pandemic in the world and or in Australia. So we'll start with uh, the top story for today. Uh, Donald Trump spotted playing golf uh, on Memorial Day weekend. So, Yeah. That's uh, that's that's a good time right there. So, pretty much he... Ha- have you had a look at this story, Nick? I think it's everywhere, and it's just <laughs> amazing to me that he, he's just, you know... He, he, he does things, it feels like, just to spite himself and, ju- and just to be like, yeah, people and people will talk about me and how great I am. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, he says, he says here... In, this is this is his tweet on the 25th of May. Sleepy Joe's representatives have just put out an ad saying that I went to play golf, in brackets, exercise today. Uh, they think I should stay in the White House at all times. What they didn't say is that it's the first time I've played golf in almost three months. So I mean, first time he's been caught. Yeah, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's true. Uh, do you think that it's acceptable, I guess, in a way for if he you know for him to go go play golf for for a day or two or or do you think in in a time like this especially especially he needs to dedicate 24 hours a day 7 days a week in the white house what what do you reckon i mean i think it's acceptable for him to go out and you know have some leisure time but at the same time right he is flying to uh, was it uh, to, to a golf course in Florida that's owned by him? So really, he's paying himself to play at his own golf course, and the taxpayers are paying. You know, like I think it's estimated at over a hundred thousand per visit because he goes, all the Secret Service um, have to go, his aides, his assistants um, have to go. So. Really, like, Don, if you're going to go out and uh, play golf, ju- just, you know, like, do some mini golf. Or get, like, a, what was it, um, a uh, ping pong um, table. Yeah, or just play some golf on Wii Sports. Yeah, either that or he's got this whole, f- like, front yard. Just play there. Yeah, pretty much. I can only imagine how big. Uh, have you seen this story, Paniotti? No, it's the first time hearing it. Yeah, fair. So I yeah I only just saw saw it today so uh, yeah so that that's that mm, have yeah. you have you found any any stories any of you boys have you have you come across any any stories that have caught your eye in any way? Uh, I found one and it 
and unfortunately, um, it again um, involves uh, the Lord Emperor. All right, let's hear it. Yeah, so this might delve a little bit into conspiracy, right? But you know how he's been um, praising that drug, um, hydroxychloroquine? Um, so for like last month, he, he's been t- touting it as a wonder drug uh, for c- COVID, right? And everyone um, should take it, right? Even though tests have proved that if you take it and you're of a vulnerable state, you will die. Oh, wow. Are you serious? Yep. And he keeps touting about it and keeps touting about how, like, good it is. And this conspiracy believer in me believes that he has a stake in the drug. And that's why he's pushing it. Because all the science says, you know, if you take this and you have a heart um, condition, you will die. Wow. Wow. He's so, pushing it. Yeah. so why is he pushing it? <laughs> Full stop. Because, big, like, because look at him. He was picked off the tree way too early. <laughs> and this is why the USA is screwed. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, look, that's, uh, that's yeah, that's that's Donald Trump, I guess. Uh, what about you, Penny? Have you found any, uh, I know you said, you've said before, you know, you don't really look in the news, but have you, you know, happened to see any uh, news stories at all when you've woken up at 3 p.m.? <laughs> no, not really. I haven't, yeah. Well, it's like what I, what I said. I haven't really yeah. researched anything. Yeah. Fair, fair, fair. No, that's uh, that's fair enough. I wanted to uh, kind of to do with the pandemic, but um, something that's very close to my heart, obviously. Uh, the NRL actually starts up this Thursday again. So, Yay. 28th of May, the NRL is back after a bunch of weeks off um, because of, obviously, what's what's been happening. So, heading into round three this, this, uh, this coming Thursday with the Broncos taking on the Eels. So, obviously, I don't know about you, Paniotti, but... Uh, Nick and I follow the NRL greatly, so yes, it'll be good to get get the game back up and running again. Um, uh, hey Matt, can I suggest something? I, I feel like you're going to suggest it, but I'd like to uh, suggest it between the two of us, right? Yeah. Let's so let's you and I do a tipping comp. Oh, okay. I like it. Like live on the podcast each week. Yeah, right. And pretty much we have like a tipping comp and at the end of it, the winner wins something and the loser's got to do something. I like it. I like it, guys. So live on the podcast, the NRL tipping comp between Nick and Matt starts now. All right. Nick versus Matt. Ooh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right. So Uh, Matt can join in uh, if, if he wants, but yeah. Yeah. All right. Too easy. All right. Let's uh, let's quickly talk about this story and then let's uh, let's get tips up and let's uh, tip away. So personally, when I first heard, obviously when they called the the NRL off indefinitely, and then when they announced that it'd be coming back May twenty eighth, personally, I thought that there was little to no chance of them returning back by then. I just personally thought that it was like too soon, and it just it just didn't seem like they had much of a plan in place i'm glad that i've been proven wrong because you know yeah very happy that the the nrl is is officially back how good so obviously um we're recording this before the games have started but once this episode has come out there's already been a few games but um yeah pretty excited that it's back but when the announcements and everything happened i i was a bit skeptical about it all what what about you nick were you kind of on the same same page as me there I was a bit skeptical that it'd be back. The main thing I'm confused about is with borders closed, 
how are the Queensland teams going to play the New South Wales teams? Do they have, like, travel exemptions? Yeah, I feel like there would be some sort of uh, special allowance for... And this will go for, the, I guess, the AFL when they return back next month. Uh, I feel like, yeah, there'd be some sort of special allowance because, obviously, like, this is, like, essential. You can't really have a, an, a competition without travel, essentially. So I mm. feel like, yeah, there'd be some sort of, yeah, uh, essential travel allowance for for all the teams so um, in saying that they have obviously cut down a bunch of the the grounds so more teams are sharing one stadium which is which is fine but yeah uh, like i believe yeah. there's i believe there's three at central coast yeah this weekend yeah yeah no, so two, two and two there too yeah yeah a bunch of teams are sharing bankwest stadium and uh also the titans are sharing suncorp with the broncos so they're not playing at their their ground um and, and the I Warriors mean, are trapped in Australia until they're allowed to go back. Yeah, it's it's tough to know what the Warriors are going to be like this year because, yeah, I don't know. I I really hope they're better than what everyone is expecting them to be because everyone is, is expecting them, well, from what I've heard, I they're expecting them to get the spoon. I, I don't think they're going to get the spoon. I reckon they'll get about 12th. Yeah, fair. That's yeah, fair. I reckon about 12th because... They're like they're a great team, but they're stuck away from home. Yeah, exactly right. And I don't care, you know, if there's if there's crowds or not, which there aren't to start with. But playing at your home, even if there's no crowds, is is got to be an advantage in some sort of way, mm. shape, or form, I guess. Mm. And so yeah. uh, let's. Uh, we should probably move on to the tips before uh, Paniotti uh, dies of boredom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have the drawer in front of me. I do too, but okay, cool. Um, <laughs> Paniotti, quickly, would you like to participate in this or nah? In what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so, I'm, yeah, I'm dying. I am slowly dying right now. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Do you want to tip who you reckon's going to win? No. <laughs> uh, okay. All right, cool. <laughs> all right, <laughs> cool. Moving on. Um, <laughs> all right, we'll quickly rack through these guys. First game is uh, Broncos and Eels at Suncorp Stadium. Both teams at the time uh, of recording uh, and for betting are $1.90 each. The Eels are top of the table and the Broncos are fifth. So I, I reckon the Broncos will get it at home, but it'll be a tough match. I reckon it'll be about a four-point difference. Okay, cool. So I'm going to tip Broncos there. All right, next game. Uh, next game uh, is on uh, Friday the tw- is on Friday the twenty uh, ninth. It is the Cowboys versus the Titans uh, up at uh, Queensland Country Bank uh, Stadium. Uh, beautiful uh, stadium, but terrible name. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So the Cowboys are seventh, and the Titans are sixteenth. Uh, going into it. Uh, Cowboys are the betting uh, favorite at a dollar thirty-one compared to uh, three dollars fifty-two for the Titans. I reckon the Cowboys get it because the Titans have been in shambles for years. Yeah, they're just—they're a team that I, I personally yeah. don't know how they're not broke yet. <laughs> yeah, I reckon about a ten-point difference. I'm gonna go Cowboys by twelve. Uh, moving on to the next game uh, is the Roosters and the Rabbitohs, the reunion of the best rivalry in um, all of uh, New South Wales uh, football. It is at uh, Bankwest um, Stadium in Sydney, uh, and the Roosters are 12th, R- Rabbitohs are 8th. Uh, R- Roosters are favoured at a dollar 
34 bunnies are $3.28. I reckon... So, the Roosters have lost Latrell Mitchell. Cooper Cronk has left. So, they're kind of a wounded team. Uh, but th- that being said, they still uh, have Tedesco. However, I reckon the Bunnies will just inch him out. Mm, so, I was going to go hot take as well. I reckon Rabbitohs and the Roosters are going to continue their losing streak. <laughs> <laughs> so, Rabbitohs for me. Yep. Yep. All right. Uh, next uh, match on Saturday the 30th is uh, the Warriors and the Dragons at uh, Central Coast um, Stadium. It's nice to see games up at uh, Central Coast now. Mm. Yeah, uh, the Warriors are 15th and the Dragons are 13th. Uh, Dra- Dragons are the favourites at $1.60. Uh, the, wa- the Warriors um, are $2.35. Um, I reckon the Dragons will win this because the Warriors have been away from home for over two months now. They mm. haven't been able to leave. Yes, they've still trained, but, you know, I imagine a lot of their training st- staff was not able to come over. So I, I reckon dra- and Dragons by four. Warriors by one. Okay. <laughs> uh, next one, it is the bloody uh, Cronulla Sharks. Boo them. <laughs> yes. Uh, versus the West Tigers. Uh this is at Bankwest uh, Stadium in Sydney. Uh, the Sharks are 11th and the Tigers are 9th. Sharks are the betting, fa- betting favourite at $1.74. Tigers are $2.10, I believe. Uh, so I hate the Sharks, so I'm going for the Tigers. But it'll either be by two points or they'll get destroyed. Mm, I'm going to go Tigers on this one. Okay. Uh, the next uh, match is the final match for Saturday. Uh, it is the Melbourne Storm versus the Canberra Raiders uh, at uh, Amy Park in Melbourne. Uh, the Storm are fourth and the Raiders are third. Uh, Storm are $1.60 to uh, favourites uh, and the Raiders are $2.30. Uh, see, may say $2.30. I say that's a good bet because the Raiders have been on fire. Uh, last year, they were really hungry um, to win it and just came up short. They have a strong young team, and I reckon that they will pull out the win. Ooh, okay. I'm going to go Storm for this one at home. Uh, next game is uh, the Penrith Panthers versus the Newcastle Knights at uh, Campbelltown Stadium. Uh, the Panthers are the betting favourites at $1.70, and the Knights are $2.15. The Knights, however, have re-signed uh, Ponga, so that's a big signing, but I'm not sure if their team can pull together around him and pull off a nice victory. But that being said, I'm going with the Knights. Look, the Knights just uh, signed Andrew McCulloch, uh, the hooker that did stuff all for the Bronx Nation. So with that being said, I'm going to go Panthers. Uh, Okay. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Hot take. Okay. Okay. And our final match for this round. Seagulls. Seagulls. I repeat, Seagulls. (laughs) Can I get my rundown? Yeah, you that? can. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You can. Yeah, sorry. It's just Bulldogs. Uh, the, the Seagulls are playing the Bulldogs at Central Coast um, Stadium again. Uh, the Seagulls are 10th and the Bulldogs are 14th. Uh, Seagulls are the betting favourites at $1.33 and the Bulldogs are at uh, $3.30. The Bulldogs are a rudderless team. They have been for years. 
The only good thing they ever did was um, have Des Hasler, and now they've lost him. So uh, I'm going with the Sea Eagles because you look at their lineup. Even going into the finals last year, they were a machine, mm. and they didn't have anyone. <laughs> yeah, they they so, were they were quite yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. So I reckon the Sea Eagles mm. by I don't know um, how much is too much. <laughs> Hundred points. <laughs> yeah, yeah, why not? I'm going to go Seagulls by 30 plus. Ooh. And uh, that is this week's tips. All right. That so is the tipping. See how we go. It's, uh, it's going to be a fun time. Uh, yes. Now it's time to uh, resuscitate uh, Paniotti. <laughs> is he alive? <laughs> is the birthday boy still there? How, how, how are you tracking Paniotti? I'm still alive. That's good. That's good because uh, you're going to enjoy this next segment. It is obviously one of our favorites. It's time for a bit of this. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> See ya. Question time. That is right, guys. So we're actually going to mix it up a little bit today. Uh, we're going to actually get my brother, Nathaniel, in to uh, ask us a few questions. Uh, and it's, oh, it's bound to be go. a fun old time. Here we go. All right. So my brother has just entered the room. He was asking me for a while. Can I Here ask comes you trouble. guys some questions? So say hi to uh, Nick and Paniotti. Hello, guys. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Now, the way this is going to work, Nathaniel, I'm going to let you explain it. How's this going to work, little man? Uh, well, I'm just going to like ask you guys some questions, and you guys have to answer them. So Yeah, pretty pretty straightforward, I reckon. What do you guys <laughs> reckon of this? <laughs> is this like a, qu- a quiz or something? Or well, just, just... not really. Just some questions about you yourself, so... Uh, okay. Honest, here, answer honestly. Here comes the Lord of the Rings question. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. I already know this. Yeah, but um, I'm gonna. We're gonna start with the birthday boy Paniotti. So Nathaniel, ask uh, ask a question to Paniotti. Far oh, away. Birthday boy. Yeah, he's he's t- he turned twenty yeah. today. Oh, happy birthday, dude! Oh, thank you, man. Good stuff. Right, well, oh, he's he's written down some no, questions and everything. Oh, oh, oh he's he came really prepared. One. I didn't really. I kind of forgot. But anyways. This can kind of be to both of you guys. Have you ever been in a fight with someone? If so, why? Uh, yes. I've been in multiple fights with people because they made fun of my stutter. Oh. And did you beat them up? Oh, hell yeah. Oh, yeah. That's funny. Oh. Nice. Was this in school or? Uh, in school, in the workplace. Uh, just, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, like at parties and that. Yeah. Fantastic. Wow. What about you, Paniotti? Uh... I haven't been in a physical fight. That's surprising. I've just been in a lot of verbal and, you know, like... Keyboard uh, fights, mate. <laughs> yeah, keyboard oh. warriors, yes. Mate, uh, just bad, Yeah, I don't know, bad. just fighting with friends and stuff. But This is going, hey. you're a knob. No, you're a knob. <laughs> <laughs> Most of the time it's just bickering. <laughs> Do you have any more questions, honey? Yes, I have another question. What's your favourite movies? And if so, why is it Lord of the Rings? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I, knew, I knew that one was coming. All right, Go we'll on. start with uh, your boy, Nick, because this ought to be good. My favourite movie, uh, uh, was it? Uh, was it favourite uh, series um, of movies or, or just movies? Well, no, just any movies. It can be a series if, if you want it okay. to. Okay. Um, any movies. Jeez. Mm, I really like the uh, Dark Knight uh, trilogy. Um Star Wars is good too. My favorite movie right now uh, is The Joker with Joaquin uh, Phoenix, and Lord of the Rings is the trashiest of trash. Mate, 
just go and get stuff. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> so, Nathaniel Context, guys, he absolutely loves Lord of the Rings. Nick and I absolutely think it's absolutely what garbage. <laughs> what about Paniotti? Uh, Paniotti likes it, yeah. Oh, what? appreciate that, you know. Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. Yeah, yeah, it's all right. It's all right. It's like <laughs> it's trash. So you guys like Star Wars? Yeah, it's all right. Oh, yeah. Oh, the original three that. are the best. You didn't like Star Wars. That would have been terrible. I would have just gone absolutely rank. Because, <laughs> <laughs> I, okay, I do like Star Wars better than Lord of the Rings. But, yeah, they're both really good. So. Well, I mean, anything's better than Lord of the Rings. Ah! Oh. Get stuffed, you clown. <laughs> What about, what about you, Paniotti? What's your favourite movies? Oh, this is really hard, but uh, definitely, like, Star Wars series and all that. Uh, Indiana Jones, they're amazing. Oh, they're uh, they're oh, yeah, brilliantly they're really scripted. Um, Except for Temple of Doom. Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> I don't know, maybe. Uh, <laughs> Temple of Doom is good until the middle. It's whatever. Yeah. If it's got Harrison Ford, it's, it's a 10 out of 10. So Blade Runner yeah. is good too? Oh, yeah. I love Blade oh, Runner. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, probably, uh, probably one of my favourite movies would have to be Shawshank Redemption. I just absolutely mm. love that movie. Mm. Good movie. Yeah. Good movie. Yeah. Yeah, because you're too young, you clown. Uh, <laughs> uh, any more questions? Well, you know, it's come down to this. Um, oh. I'm just thinking, guys. I have a deep question. Oh. A deep oh. question. Okay, so... You know how this podcast is called Isolation Nation, yeah. right? Okay, here's my question to you, and I'm sure a lot of the viewers are probably thinking the same thing. What happens when everyone comes out of isolation and you're still doing Isolation Nation? What, what's ah. going to happen then, you clowns? I mean, <laughs> like, are you going to keep Isolation Nation or what, what's, your, what's your story behind it? Look, um. look my, my thinking to this, and I've already thought about this because obviously people have said things. So pretty much my thing is going to be if we're, when we're all out of isolation and we keep doing this Isolation Nation podcast, it'll provide a good story to people. You know, we, we started this podcast when we were all in uh, deep isolation. So hence... The name, and uh, it's too original to kind of change. So, uh, okay, I, I have one more question. No, the boys haven't even answered. Okay. <laughs> what do you reckon, fellas? <laughs> so, my idea, um, and I probably flood this to Matt, but um, I reckon a good name to get traction with is we change it from Isolation Nation to Lord of the Rings uh, sucks, and here's why. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know what? Get stuffed, Nick. <laughs> Get stuffed. We're gonna have to have an absolute verbal roasting set, <laughs> roast cast between Nathaniel and Nick. Let's do it. Oh, <laughs> mate, you may be good at fighting, but go on a track, a racing track, you know, running, and I'll, I'll smash you. Oh. <laughs> oh. See, oh. I'll spin my car. Oh, your car? <laughs> no, mate. They won't even let you through the gates. <laughs> Trash your car before you get there. <laughs> Look, that, those are really my questions. But one last thing. Do you guys want to continue the podcast when isolation is over? Do you want to break Matt's heart or help him survive through his, you know... Do, do, are you going to continue it, guys? That's the question. Yeah. Of course we're going to continue it. Yeah, but I want to yeah, ask, yeah. ask Paniotti and Nick. Do you guys want to continue it? Oh, well, I'm fine with continuing it because I have fun and, like... Yeah, it's always fun to do. I don't know if pa- I don't know if uh, Paniotti will wake up for 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 more of it. <laughs> oh, thanks for that. Yeah. Thank you. Real steel. No, absolutely. Hands it's... down. Hands down. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. 
I love it. Oh, that's I, I that's was here, awesome. Man. I was here before it, and I'm here now. So. <laughs> that's awesome. And uh, guys, just before Nathaniel leaves, we do actually uh, have to take a flashback down memory lane to last week's episode, where this kid was an absolute knob in the intro. <laughs> so uh, let's let's uh, let's take a trip down memory lane, shall we? Oh, he's done it. He's done it, guys. Fantastic. And with that, Fanny, can you... Oh, just go away. Huh? It's Nick. Go away. He's laughing his head off. We were in the middle of the intro. Just go away. Oh, you blew it. So frustrating. So, uh, yeah, there you have it, guys. Uh, Nathaniel, that was absolutely unacceptable, I must say. Mate, mate, who cares? This is a funny podcast. I'm allowed to be funny in it. Yeah, but there's a point where you cross the line, and that was crossing the line. I'm sorry. What, what did you reckon of that, Nick? Um, I think uh, the only th- thing to uh, say right now is, Nathaniel, back to Mordor, mate. Go on. Oh. No! <laughs> ah. Mate, I'm Gandalf, and I can use my powers to... Tell you to go and get stuck. (laughs) And with that, thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. That is the end of question time. Nathaniel, get out. All right. (laughs) See you, my clans, and have fun being noobs. Bye. (laughs) Bye. And there you have it, guys. So, uh, yes, that was uh, a very different question time for sure, live on the podcast. And uh, now it is time for the one and only. Let's, uh, Let's get our trains started. Recommendation station. Yes, guys, I always always love that uh, weekly train horn. Uh, it's it's a good feeling. It's a good sound. So, um, yes, obviously, if you guys haven't heard, uh, Recommendation Station is pretty self-explanatory. We pretty much recommend one thing to everyone out there listening on the show as well as us on the podcast. We're going to start with uh, Paniotti, as it's his birthday today. Big 20-year-old. How good. Paniotti, what would you love to, and I don't know if you've had a think about this yet, but what's that one thing you'd love to recommend to... Uh, to us on the show it can be absolutely anything what have you got uh i did not think about this i have no idea i, I remember the last time i was on i did say exercise i think <laughs> yeah that's that's a good take yeah no, no no oh no it was it was instruments that's right well okay i do remember the the first time you came on for this series was instruments and then it was exercise no. Well, I was I instruments? recommend instruments again. <laughs> it is a fun and interesting and intricate skill to learn. So definitely. Any uh, any specific instruments? Oh. Any. Uh, you could just pick up anything. Maybe the guitar, the piano, a keyboard, uh, yep. a ukulele. They're cheap, and you yeah, know, you can get a lot out of them. Yeah. That's awesome. Awesome. What about you, Nick? My recommendation is you listen to the Isolation Nation uh, podcast more. That's, that's awesome. Whoa, dude, that's unbelievable. Where'd you get that from, man? Gee. Oh, man, you know, I was browsing Spotify and found, you know, this great podcast with funny people on it. So, you know, I thought, yeah, let's give that a listen. There you go. Who's, who's your favorite on the podcast? Oh, you know, it's, um, good geez, God, it's going to be that Nick guy. Pretty Flash. Oh. Pretty funny. Yeah, fair. <laughs> there you go. All right. Cool. I kind of like I that like Peniotti guy, though. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, yeah, the Nick enough. guy is there like every week. Okay. I see how it is. 
that host Matt though. Oh, he's something else. Um, all right. <laughs> all jokes aside, my gosh. Uh, for me, I would go with. I'm going to go with. Look, I'm sorry, guys. It's nothing special, but it's special to me. Okay, Domino's Pizza. How good? <laughs> It's some quality content right there. Oh, and a specific recommendation from a Domino's Pizza. I've just started getting. So good. So I get the $5 range pepperoni pizza on thick base with barbecue sauce, with extra cheese, extra pepperoni, <laughs> um, chili flakes, and occasionally I, I get like mayonnaise sauce. Oh, quality content. Unbelievable. So... <laughs> That would be my recommendation for this station uh, is Domino's Pizza and in particular that pizza that I just I just mentioned. So, uh, all right, say goodbye to your trains, guys. Off they go. And uh, now we're going to move on to the plug section of the show, which we uh, where we pretty much just, yeah, give a bigger shout-out and uh, special mention to uh, anyone or any businesses or anything out, out there. And, uh, yeah, uh, if, if you own or... Are, or work at a business or a company or anything, and you guys would love us to plug your show uh, live on the podcast, contact us through the Facebook page and uh, direct message us and we'll uh, we'll get something sorted. So that would be a lot of fun. So let's start with uh, Paniotti. What would you love to plug to us on the Isolation Nation, episode eight? Probably just my Instagram once again. It's just my name, Paniotti, with a C at the end. Fair enough. I like it, man. So good. So original and uh, good content. All right, Nick, what have you got? Uh, well, you know me. Every week I go and uh, source a bunch of uh, plugs. None of these uh, people or companies um, ask me to do this, but I just uh, but I just, just decide, you know, if they're doing some good work, they should uh, get a shout-out. So uh, first uh, com- company day for shout-out is um, yeah, it's a sports brand. Uh, hey, Matt, do you like sport, right? Mate, I absolutely love sport. What? What? Why do you ask that, man? Well, you know, because uh, there's a uh, sporting club out, uh, sporting uh, club out there, that is uh, providing uh, help for those less fortunate and those who want to be more invo- involved in sport but can't right now. Uh, that company is Brisbane Raw uh, Football Club. Now, I have a uh, good relationship with them. Um, I, I used to be an uh, intern there. Uh, hi to uh, Sean and Aaron. So what they're doing right now is uh, they are providing uh, free of charge uh, support and training uh, for members of their academy. So what that is, they go out and they scout and they offer uh, professional tra- training um, to young kids. And so yeah, so right now um, they are um, they are supporting their teams um, in the academy with free tra- with free training. So that's pretty cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Also, uh, m- moving on from that, hey Matt, uh, you like making films right oh absolutely love it yeah you ever thought you know like i love these films but i need a start or i need some graphics or i need some visual effects but i just don't have the time yeah i've i've uh i've been really wanting to to learn these these skills and after effects but i've just been too busy with my actual video work and i've i've been wanting to kind of find out if there's any professional top quality vfx artists out there do you you know just a thought do you have any do you have any that comes to mind well matt i do um so yeah so right now right those thoughts of learning it all don't worry about it right (laughs) all that you need to do to get great visual effects um and graphics and really just anything 
film-wise, uh, they need right, go to A Square Creative Lab, um, friend of the show. He will hook you up with anything that you need for a reasonable price. He does title sequences. He makes his own uh, transitions. He even does his own uh, VFX. Who does that, right? And he's just oh. one guy, does it all by himself. His name's Anand. Go, I'm going to hit him up. Matt knows him, and he can vouch for how good he is. Yeah, 100%. He's one of the best, if not the best, uh, at especially After Effects, I would say. Obviously, Premiere is a given, but After Effects, he's just an absolute, Nick likes to call him an absolute wizard at After Effects, and I definitely have to agree. He is just in a league of his own, got a high distinction, you know, honours in post-production at uni, and honestly, if you guys are after vfx at any sort of level he's your man so go to a square creative lab hit up anand and uh he'll do the job for you um yes and be sure to tell him that matt and nick um said uh hi nando yes 100 <laughs> percent. and also tell him uh you've got 48 hours so speaking of 48 hours matt so you know <laughs> so you know matt um you've made your film you've got your great visual effects from a square creative lab right but what what are you gonna do for it all right Mm. You want to put it in a festival, right? 100%, yeah. Well, stuff the festivals. I have a project for you. Really? <laughs> yep. So 48-hour uh, film uh, project is back for another year, uh, based in Brisbane now on July 5th and 6th. So I hear Paniotti asking, what the hell is this? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is this? <laughs> oh, <laughs> see? There it is. Right? And what it is is you have... 48 hours to write, film, and edit um, together a film of whatever you want to do, right? As long as it's done in 48 hours. And then um, at the end of it, uh, there is a screening process and you go up against everyone and you could win actual money. Actual money from filmmaking. Who'd have thunk it? (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) Whoa, no way, man. (laughs) Um, um, yeah, so why don't you, right, if you're a writer or a producer, right, why don't you go, you pick up Matt, you pick up Anand, you pick up uh, a good um, sound guy, I know one that's based um, in Sydney, and why don't you do the 48-hour um, film project? Those are my plugs o- over to Matt. Fantastic. And as always, you got 48 hours. So my plugs for today, I want to give a special shout-out, uh, first of all, to the short film that Nick and I worked on a little while ago uh if you guys search on either instagram and or facebook it is called the dressing room short film so this was an awesome short film that nick and i worked on i was on camera and sound sorry nick was on sound i was on camera and editing nick was on sound and a few other jobs around the place and uh yeah so it was an awesome experience and the director is eleanor great director as well as the main actress in the uh, film and it will be Mm. released in the next one to two months i'd imagine so that's a good actually that's actually a good segue onto my next uh plug obviously matt weston videography so uh it'll be awesome if you guys could go hit up those pages on facebook and instagram uh the short film will be up there when we are allowed to release it within the next month or two and uh yeah i'm kind of uploading weekly content there as well photos videos behind the scenes so i'd absolutely love it if you guys could get around those pages on facebook and instagram to yeah be a part of my uh journey on uh on my videography content creation journey and guys last but certainly not least by any means 
Isolation Nation Facebook page. Get around it, guys. We want to spread spread this page around as much as we can and get as many of you guys involved as possible. So we post out weekly posts of either new episodes or random photos to brighten up your day or alerts for you guys to send in any questions, comments, recommendations, anything like that. It's really a good chance for you guys to get involved in the podcast and kind of gives us a chance to let you guys decide in a way uh, what we sort of uh, talk about in some in some sections of the show. So, yeah, definitely get around the Facebook page, guys. We'd really appreciate it. Any uh, any last thoughts, words for the podcast, boys, before we end it today? Actually, boys, sorry, sorry, we've forgotten something quite important, and uh, on on the podcast today, and uh, just before we end the podcast, guys, let's just lower our voices for for the last segment of the show. Last but not least, probably our favourite segment on the show, it's time to just turn on a little bit of jazz music. Ah, it's it's just so nice to to end the show with a nice little bit of jazz music. Paniotti, since you're the birthday boy today, I'm actually going to uh, let you yeah. decide what we just silently talk about. Not silently, because... We're still talking. Um, I'm going to let you decide what we talk about for the next minute or two in Jazz Chat. What's what's that one thing that you've always wanted to discuss over some nice, soothing, buttery jazz music? Ken. Semen. <laughs> Cure the coronavirus. <laughs> oh, no. Not this again. Now, that's a good question, right? I'm going to uh, counter that with another qu- question, right? What is an angry blue? I reckon an angry blue is uh, an infuriated red. Ooh! Boys, oh. we have changed segments to heavy metal spiel. What would you call an an, an angry? What was it? angry? Angry blue. blue? Oh, Nick, tell him straight, man. An angry blue would be a red. I reckon, brother. Oh yeah, what do you reckon about that, Paniotti birthday boy? Yeah, I like that. <laughs> and cut it there, guys. Look, I don't know how those segments went, but that's okay. And uh, guys, with that, unfortunately, it is the end of the show. We've had a lot of fun. We hope you guys have had a lot of fun. So, uh, yes, guys, get around the Facebook page. Comment anything and everything you guys would love to comment uh, and uh, share the page with all your friends, family, and uh yeah anyone else really hope you enjoyed today's podcast i know we have and we'll see you guys all in uh next week's episode for episode nine it's uh should be a good old time all right boys thank you so much for being on today once again happy birthday paniotti thank you all good we'll see you guys next week see you guys see ya